and welcome to the Bikers Church Midrand Podcast. It's great to have you join us for this week's episode. We hope that you find this valuable for your daily life. Good morning and welcome to all of our guests and to all of our church family as this morning we wrap up the series that we've been busy with now for the past four weeks called Through the Unknown. Uh, And through this series we've just really taken time to recognize that there are things that we are working through right now globally, that there are things that we are working through locally, that there are things that we're working through within our own families, job situations and within our own personal lives that um, that are just completely unknown to us, meaning that that there are uncertainties that we are facing in life right now. And how do we navigate through this unknown and not just go through it, but how do we actually grow through it and come out the other side better and stronger? Now, during this series, we've really just looked at the life of of, of David and, and kind of tapped into his journal. And, and David started off as the shepherd boy who, who kind of became this outlaw for a while and then eventually became king and, and one of the greatest kings that Israel would ever know. And uh, within David's life, he, he, he journaled and he journaled through these moments where he went through his own unknown. And over the past four weeks, we've really just been looking at, at Psalm 23 and just what David was communicating to us as he was going through his own unknown. What, what's he communicating to us as we go through our unknown? So let's, let's have a look at what he says here in Psalm 23 and verse 1. Uh, he says this, he says, The Lord is my shepherd. I have all that I need. He lets me rest beside green meadows. He leads me beside peaceful streams. He renews my strength. He guides me along right paths. And I don't know about you, but I think that all of us can do with a whole lot of that right now. Bringing honor to his name. And he says this, he says, Even when I walk through the darkest valley, I will not be afraid. For you are close beside me. Your rod and your staff, they protect and comfort me. You prepare a feast for me in the presence of my enemies. You honor me by anointing my head with oil. My cup overflows with blessing. And that's how far we've got to date. This week, what David's communicating to us is the very last verse of Psalm 23, verse 6. It says this, it says, Surely goodness and unfailing love will pursue me all the days of my life. And I will live in the house of the Lord forever. And I think whenever we approach the the end of a portion of scripture it's so easy for us to just kind of breeze past it for us to just kind of uh, 
brush it off as 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 kind of that that last little bit of communication, kind of the way that that we would see amen at the end of a prayer sometimes, just not really being mindful of what we've just said, but we just said it because we needed to say it so that it's over. <laughs> and and so often within a portion of scripture like this, we read this last line and we just brush past it because we have to get through it in order for it to end. But I believe that there are such truths that David is landing for us right here that are so easy for us to miss. He says this, he says, surely goodness and unfailing love will pursue me. Your goodness and your unfailing love will pursue me all the days of my life. What is David saying to you and to me? Well, let me tell you a story. So during lockdown, I think we've all faced relational struggles. We've all faced relational challenges. We've all faced these, these, these moments where relationship has taken strain. And uh, to just be brutally honest this morning and to just be very transparent with you this morning. Myself and Nat, as we have worked through lockdown, uh, we've been married now for, for 13 years, going on 14 years, now in November. And uh, if, if I'm honest, this is probably the single hardest time within our marriage that we've ever experienced. Uh, we really started during lockdown to just struggle. And there was this moment where we realized that, hey, things aren't going the way that they should relationally. Like our marriage, I believe, is a really good marriage. But for a moment there, <laughs> it was not feeling like a good marriage. Things were wrong. Things were out. Things felt broken. And I, I, I had to come to a realization for myself that if I was honest, the reason why things were so tough was because me, Ramon, I was just going through the motions. I was just going through the motions. I was just kind of doing what I needed to do to get by. Uh, the conversations as far as communicating was concerned was really just, just, uh, good morning. How you doing? Uh, you know, what's happening today? What's happening with Zion? Um, what time are you going to be home? What time's dinner? Uh, you get the sort of conversations that I'm talking about. I was just going through the motions. And as a result, we were missing each other. Uh, I can't even say we were bumping heads. Uh, we were just not connecting in any shape or form. And there came a moment where we recognized this, where we realized this. And we realized that we needed to become intentional within our relationship. I realized that I needed to become intentional within my relationship with her. And maybe you're there. Maybe that's where you're at right now with regards to your spouse, your significant other, your, your children. Uh, maybe you're even there with regards to your relationship with God. That, that you just feel like there's this distance, there's this, this disconnect. And if you're honest, 
It's because you haven't been intentional in relationship. If I can continue in this vein of transparency, I know for myself that when my relationship with God isn't good, when my relationship with God isn't where it should be, then every other relationship in my life struggles. Like every other relationship in my life battles just because my relationship with God isn't where it should be. Because I, somewhere along the line, just start going through the motions. Uh, when it comes to me connecting in relationship with Him, I kind of do just enough to get by. You know, we start developing these little sing-song prayers that just that are just so so um, uh, vanilla, if I can put it that way. There's no substance to them whatsoever. We kind of have a specific prayer for meals, and we have a specific prayer before bedtime, and we may even have a specific prayer when we wake up in the morning, and we just kind of want to tick all the right boxes, and we're just going through the motions. And when I'm going through the motions with God, my relationship with Him suffers. And if I stay in that space for too long, what I do find is that I become absent within our relationship. You see, folks, during the times that we're facing right now, relationships are, are taking extra strain. Whenever we are going through the unknown, whenever we face the unknown, relationships take extra strain. And as we, as we read what, what, what David is communicating to us here in Psalm 23 verse 6, where he says, Surely your goodness and unfailing love will pursue me all the days of my life. What is David saying? What is David saying to you and what is David saying to me? What David's communicating to us is that God is never okay with me just going through the motions when it comes to my relationship with him. That, 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 that God is never okay with me being absent within my relationship with Him. No, God desires more. God desires real, authentic relationship. That's why He created us. He created us for relationship with Him. And when we just take this posture of going through the motions, like that's not His heart for us. You see, the crazy thing is, more than me seeking Him out, He seeks me out. More than me going after God, He comes after me. More than you pursuing God, God pursues you. And that's what David is, is busy communicating to us. And the crazy thing is, God doesn't pursue us with guilt and condemnation. <laughs> no, God pursues us with, with, with goodness. An unfailing love. Other translations would say mercy. But that is how God pursues you and me. And that is His heart for you and for me. He says this. He says that He pursues us with His goodness and His unfailing love 
all the days of our lives. God never gives up. God never gives up. He's pursuing you right now and he's going to keep pursuing you all the days of your life. And how's he going to pursue you? He's going to pursue you with his goodness and his unfailing love. To understand this, for us to really understand this, for us to really grasp what he is communicating here to us, I think we need to go back and just look at where did David start with all of this? Where did David start with all of this? David started with these words. He said, the Lord is my shepherd. The Lord is my shepherd. You see, in ancient Near Eastern culture, shepherds, uh, would, would essentially live with their sheep. Uh, and I believe that Jesus depicts this so beautifully um, in, the, in the, the, the book of John chapter 10 and verse 7 when he says this. Uh, John chapter 10, 7, he says here to us, he says, I tell you the truth, I am the gate for the sheep. I am the gate for <laughs> the sheep. And again, for you and me, that may be language that we don't quite understand. But when Jesus says, I'm the gate for the sheep, how it used to work back then was that uh, shepherds at night would take the sheep into like a, a sheep den. Uh, it was essentially this, this like stone enclosure. And there would be this narrow entrance that wouldn't have a door or a gate. It would just be this open gap that the shepherd would bring the, the sheep into. And then when they would go to sleep that night, where there being no door, where there being no gate, the shepherd would go in and sit down in that opening. He would go and sit in the gap and he would sleep in that space. And what that meant was that nothing went in and nothing went out without the shepherd's say-so. What it also meant was that the shepherd never left. The shepherd was with his sheep all the time. And not just is this good shepherd that David is, is describing to us here and, and that Jesus is connecting with here through this, 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 this analogy that he's using. Um, not just is he with the sheep all the time, but what David is essentially describing to us is the fact that this good shepherd also pursues us with his goodness and his unfailing love. What David is describing is he's, he's describing a deep relationship that God desires from you and from me. Jesus carries on here in verse 9 and he says this, he says, he says, yes, I am the gate. Those who come in through me will be saved. They will come and go freely and will find good pastures. 
they will find good pastures. Doesn't that remind you of, of what we've already read in, in, in Psalm 23, where, where, where David is, is speaking about the fact that, that he, he leads me to, to rest in green pastures. He leads me beside peaceful streams. It's, it's the exact same language that Jesus is using here that David used in, in Psalm 23. And that's what Jesus is saying. He, he's saying, that is what I do for you and in in your life he carries on and he says this he says the thief's purpose in verse 10 the thief's purpose is to steal and kill and destroy but my purpose is to give them a rich and satisfying life my purpose is to give them a rich and satisfying life your translation may say i've come that they may have life and life to the full or life in abundance. And that is what Jesus came to do. He ends it off here in verse 11 where he says, I am the good shepherd. And the good shepherd sacrifices his life for his sheep. And ladies and gentlemen, I believe with all my heart that this is probably one of the greatest reasons why we struggle in relationship. is because if we're honest, we don't lay down our lives for the people around us. We don't, we don't sacrifice our lives for the people around us. And you may be going, whoa, Ramon, that's, that's a bit extreme. Like, like, lay down my life. Here's a question. What about your desires? What about my desires? Am I willing to just lay down my desires? Are you just willing to lay down your desires within relationship? You see, we're not willing to put ourselves second. And, and, and mainstream media and, and the world around us, our culture dictates to us that in order for you and me to have a happy and a full and abundant life, we need to be chasing after number one, me. I need to be chasing after me. I need to be trying to please me. As long as I am happy, I will be happy. And it's such a fallacy. It's such a lie. Because you see, relationship is not for selfish people. If I want a rich and full relationship, whether it be with my spouse, my kids, no matter who, whether it be with God, I need to be willing to put my own personal desires second. I need to be able to, to lay down my life for the person within that relationship what did Jesus say? He said, the Son of Man did not come to be served, but to serve and to lay down his life as a ransom for many. He said, no greater love has a man than to lay down his life for his friends. And then somehow we think that what Jesus is talking about here excludes us. That, that, that if I want this full and abundant life, I can do it by by putting my desires first. Folks, right now we see a world around us that is rife with putting our desires first. We see all over social media, all over everything, just utter hatred being spewed from everywhere. And it breaks my heart when I see people who call themselves Christ followers just being another voice in that conversation. When Jesus never called us to that, he called us into relationship with him, into an abundant life with him. 
He called us into a space where, where when we love him the way that we meant to love him, it means that he gives us love for the people around us and we start to love the people around us like he's describing here, that when our relationship with him is good, that our relationship with each other will be good and speak of his love not just broadcast the hatred that we see around us. Are we willing to put ourselves second? Are we willing to sacrifice our own desires? If I could say it this way, surely, surely the one who pursues me, surely the one who seeks me out and pursues me with his goodness and his unfailing love. Surely he would have better desires for my life, with better outcomes for my life than what I could ever think up. See, Jesus is this good shepherd. And as this good shepherd looks at you and looks at me today, what he's saying is that I've come that you may have life and that you may have life to the full, that you may have life in abundance, that you may have a rich and satisfying life. And you may be sitting there going, well, Ramon, what does that rich and satisfying life look like? Well, I believe that David actually described it for us in Psalm 23. Think about what we read and let's read it in the first person so that we can bring it home for ourselves. He's speaking here about the good shepherd that gives me all that I need. He lets me rest in green meadows. He leads me to peace. He renews my strength. He guides me in right paths. He walks me through the threat. I will not be afraid because he's always with me. He protects me and he comforts me. He prepares a feast for me, even in the presence of a threat. He refreshes me and I overflow with his goodness. And it's this good shepherd that pursues me with his goodness and his unfailing love all the days of my life. And then he ends it off by saying, and I will live in his presence forever. That is a full and abundant life. That is a rich and satisfying life. He doesn't say you're not going to go through tough times and, 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 and all that comes with it. No, 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 no. He says, hey, even though you go through the threat, I'll be with you. I will be with you. And not just will I be with you, but I will pursue you with my goodness and my unfailing love. And all of this, all of this is found in that real honest relationship with Jesus. I I wonder today, what's your next step? What's your next step? Maybe you in a place where you haven't really chosen relationship. You haven't really for yourself chosen relationship. 
And, and, and if you're honest, you, you're kind of, when it comes to relationship, you're absent. You, you've been absent in your relationship with God. And as a result, all these other relationships just haven't worked out. They just have not worked out. And, and maybe your next step today is to just go, Lord, today I choose relationship with you. And, and, and as you're sitting in your living room or wherever you're sitting right now watching this, you may just need to have that conversation with God right now. And just simply say that, Lord, I choose relationship with you. And as you actively choose relationship with God today, watch Him work in the other relationships in your life. Why? Because He starts to lead us in right paths. He starts to show us how to lay ourselves down, our desires down, and love the people within relationship to the point where the other relationships in our life works. Lord, I choose relationship with you today. Maybe you have chosen relationship with Him. Maybe you have. But maybe if you're honest, you're not intentional in your relationship right now with Him. You're just not intentional. And because you're not intentional in your relationship with Him right now, again, all these other relationships seem to be suffering. You're just kind of going through the motions when it comes to God. And maybe today, your next step is to just go, Lord, I recognize that I need to be intentional in my relationship with you. So today, I choose to be intentional in my relationship with you, God. Lord, I choose to be intentional with my relationship with you. And as we do that, as we become intentional within our relationship and stop going through the motions, we start to gain an experience this full and abundant life that Jesus promised to us. And this full and abundant relationship is only found in relationship with Him. So, so how do we not just go through the unknown? How do we grow through the unknown? It's in real and authentic relationship with Jesus, the Good Shepherd. Let's pray. Father God, we thank you for this morning, Lord, and we thank you for the privilege of, Lord, being able to come and have a real and honest conversation with you. Lord, I thank you that you do not get scared off when we are honest. I thank you that, that you do not get frightened when we say things that might frighten other people, Lord, but that as we come and just be honest with you in authentic relationship, Lord, Lord, that you journey with us, that you walk with us, Lord, that you are this good shepherd, Lord, that leads us in right paths, Lord, that refreshes us, that, 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 that lets us rest in green pastures and leads us beside quiet waters, Lord, who, who comes in and makes a feast for us, even in the presence of a threat, Lord, that, 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 that even in that space lets us overflow with your goodness, Lord. Lord, that you are that good shepherd who pursues us. 
with your goodness and your unfailing love. Lord, and as we embrace you as our good shepherd, Lord, as we embrace relationship with you, choose relationship with you and choose, choose to love you daily, Lord, that we know that we will live in your presence all the days of our lives forever, Lord. So Father God, right now, I thank you that you just work in people's lives in their homes right now, Lord. Lord, I thank you that you come and communicate the truth of who you are in my life and in our lives, Father. Lord, that we can be intentional in our relationship with you. And as we are, Lord, that you come and bring restoration to the relationships within our lives. Lord, Lord, I thank you that we do not have to just go through the unknown, but that we can grow through the unknown as we just find real relationship with you. We love you, Lord, and we thank you that you pursue us with your goodness and your unfailing love. In Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you for being with us again this week. Uh, what an incredible series. The good news is if you've missed any of this, you can go back and it's all on our YouTube channel at Bikers Church Midrand and you can catch up on anything that you've missed out on. We love you and we look forward to seeing you again next week. We trust that you found this message valuable. For more information on who we are or how you can get involved, please check out our website at bikerschurchmidrand.co.za or connect with us through social media on Facebook or Instagram. Beyond that, have a great day.